Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut, and our Bible lesson today is about the judgment of God for sin that the Lord Jesus had to endure to save His people. So grab your Bible and a friend and come on and join us. Mom, mom, over here, mom. Hi, mom. You must have heard my page. Have you been waiting long? No, Mark. My plane just got here, actually. Here, let me get your bags. Aline should be pulling up the car any moment now. Oh, Mark, I can't wait to meet Aline. Now, how long have you two been dating? Um, about six months or so. How was your flight, mom? Good. A little bumpy. But I'm here. Oh, watch that bag, Mark. Why? What's in it? I brought my pet. Pet? What pet, Mom? I brought a porcupine. Did you say porcupine, Mom? So, you left warm and sunny Florida to come visit us. Well, you know what's funny, Aline? It's been really cold. And I've actually had to turn my heat on for a few days. Really? Yes. I really can't believe it. One day, I'm perspiring. And the next day, I'm wrapped in a purple wool sweater with a cup of hot tea. It's chasing me! It's chasing me! Ah! Quick, Joey, run! Ah! She must smell your chocolate chip cookie! It's chasing me! It's chasing me! Ah! Quick! Ah! Oh no, Mrs. Matthews! Oh, I forgot to warn you guys. Porky loves chocolate. (laughs) Run, Joey! Here she comes! Run! It's not funny, Peanut. Uh, ouch, those needles hurt. Mom, I knew you shouldn't have brought that thing here. It's not a thing. She has a name, you know. Oh, boy, here she comes again, Mr. Matthews. Got you. Quick, give me your cage. Oh, ow. quick, quick, come on, hurry up, hurry up. There you go. Oh. Hey, Joey, maybe next time you'll learn to bring chocolate chip cookies for everyone and not just for yourself. What? I didn't have enough money, only enough to buy one, Lizzie. I'm so sorry, Joey. This is all my fault. Are you all right? I'm okay, Mrs. Matthews. Porky just poked me a few times. At least she didn't get to my cookie. (laughs) 
Wow, sounds like you all had an adventurous morning. Mr. G, you can't even imagine. Well, on that note, let's begin our Bible study. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us all here together once again so we can look into your holy word, the Bible. And we pray for our listeners, O Lord, that it might be your will to save those of your choosing. Can I say our memory verse, Mr. G? Sure, Joy. Go ahead. Okay. But he was wounded for our transgression. Oh, can you say the reference for our listeners, Joy? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. This is a beautiful Old Testament verse that points to Christ paying for the sins of his people, those he came to save. Didn't the Lord Jesus have a crown of thorns on his head, Mr. G? Yes, Lizzie. I believe um, Matthew, let's see, I think it's chapter 27, starting with verse 26 and going down to 29, talks about this. Can you read that, please? Sure. Matthew 27, verse 26 through 29. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall, and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head, and a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him, and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews!
Mr. G, why did the soldiers put a crown of thorns on his head? We need to first find out what thorns mean according to the Bible. Let's turn to the very first verse in the Bible that talks about thorns. Genesis 3:17 and 18. Can you read that, Lizzie? Okay. Genesis 3 verse 17 and 18. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. You see, Lizzie, God cursed the ground as a result of man's sin, and the ground produced thorns, which are identified with sin. Joey, can you read Proverbs twenty-two five? All right, Proverbs twenty-two five. Thorns and snares are in the way of the froward. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Who are the froward, Mister G? Joey, froward is referring to a person who is not saved, someone who is still in their sins. Again, this person is identified with thorns. We also find a parallel verse to Genesis three seventeen and eighteen in the New Testament that talks about what happens to thorns. Can you read Hebrews six seven through eight, Peanut? Yes, Hebrews six seven through eight. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. Lizzie, now do you see how the crown of thorns on the Lord Jesus' head was pointing to the fact that he had become sin for those he came to save, and thus he was under the judgment of God. The Bible speaks about him becoming a curse for each Christian in Galatians three thirteen. Can you read that peanut? Sure, Galatians three verse thirteen. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Mister G, didn't the thorns on his head make him bleed? Yes, that is true, Lizzie. As well as when they had actually nailed his hands and his feet. We must understand that his physical pain or death was not the payment for our sins. The payment was the spiritual death of Christ as he suffered hell. This is what Isaiah fifty-three is talking about. So Christ was spiritually in hell, Mister G. Yes, Peanut. Beginning Thursday evening in the Garden of Gethsemane, which means wine press, where the sweat poured off his body like great. Drops of blood. He was suffering spiritually. What equals eternal hell? Wait a minute. Why did Christ have to come under the wrath of God for those who came to save, Mister G? Because Lizzie, eternal damnation is the punishment for our sins that the law of God, the Bible, requires, as we just read in Galatians three thirteen. In order for one person to be saved. Christ had to take upon Himself 
every dirty, rotten sin that this person had ever committed, whether in thought, word, or action, and pay for their sins by enduring the punishment that that person deserved. In Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I think I get it. So when Christ suffered God's wrath, his suffering was equal to all the people he saved spending eternity in hell? You got that right, Peanut. How could God suffer eternity in hell? Isn't eternity forever? Yes, Joey, eternity is forever, and we can't really understand how long eternity is. However, because Christ is God as well as man, the punishment could be so intensified that in the space of a few hours, the penalty was completely paid. So if Christ paid for someone's sins by suffering hell in their place, does that person have to stand before God when he comes back? No, Joey. If we have become saved, we have already been judged. Christ was our substitute, our stand-in. It's like we've been judged and found guilty, and the punishment was poured out upon Christ as our substitute. So, we have already gone through the judgment process. We will never have to go through it. What about the unsaved, Mr. G? The unsaved, those who do not have Christ as their Savior, absolutely must stand before the judgment throne of God. And like Joey said, that will happen on the last day when Christ returns. Can you repeat our memory verse one more time for the boys and girls listening at home, Lizzie? Sure. Isaiah 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Well, children, we have come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!